Hey everybody, welcome to the Spider Deck Network and thank you so much for listening. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, we've gotten a ton of support in recent weeks and it's just going to go up from here, everybody. Um, so I just wanted to talk to everybody real quick about some of the stuff we're doing over at the website. Um, right now, we have a bunch of t-shirts available if you go to the merchandise tab on spiderducknetwork.com. So we'd appreciate if you check that stuff out and wear that shirt, wear them with, with pride. Um, recently, we just put up the Too Soon shirt featuring Ralph and Taylor for their new show. Has the logo for the show with that. We also have new Trevor and Ian talk show shirts. We have the one featuring Ian, which is I've made mistakes with other people's dicks. And, I mean, that's hilarious, so you should definitely buy that shirt. And then we have the Bundle Up Bitch hoodie. I mean, it's winter time. Why not grab a hoodie you know, with your favorite quote from me on it that says Bundle Up Bitch. Come on now. It's a no-brainer. And then we also have the Tatum Gordon Levitt Gosling camera shirt, which is a conversation we had in episode six. So if you haven't listened to that conversation, you should definitely go back and listen to that. So those are just some of the things that we have available in the merchandise section. And also, if you guys buy stuff off Amazon.com, if you just click our Amazon store link at the top of the website. Uh, it helps us out greatly if you just buy the things that you would normally buy on Amazon.com. You don't have to buy anything special, you just buy the things that you were gonna buy anyway. And that helps out us and helps out everybody on the site. So for that, we appreciate it. So now, after all that, on to the podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, I really don't know, I just don't know things. My meth lab exploded. <laughs> Open more windows. <laughs> Randy, start tipping, and we'll talk good about you on the podcast. And then when she had the baby, strangled it to death with the umbilical cord while it was still attached to her, which is really the way to go. Look, Mom! Look! I graduated high school! Aren't you proud of me? Why don't we just, like, destroy, like, incinerate all the endangered animals? We don't have to worry about them anymore. I pooped in your butt, <laughs> so you will do what I say. Everywhere is a sex dungeon for me because I don't like boundaries or rules. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the podcast. It's too soon with Ralph and Taylor. Ralph and Taylor. Welcome to Too Soon with Ralph and Taylor that was harmonizing the intro. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our new theme song that was courtesy our producer, Trevor. Uh, those were all clips from the first episode, so go back and listen to those in context so we don't sound like complete Nazi monsters, uh, whatever we sounded like there. A um, lot, of, lot of weird stuff in the intro. So how have you been this week, Taylor? I've been all right. I've been all right. That's all I can say. That's all I can legally say at this moment. <laughs> Taylor is being uh, in, encouraged by the Jefferson County court system to keep his mouth shut. To not say they said it's probably best if you don't talk about it to anyone. Since he did incite a um, anybody who is listening to bomb the agency that handles the Honey Boo Boo family. Yeah. 
Have you yeah. have you received any backlash on I that? Any, any negative not, emails? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sending out a lot of tweets to them because I'm sure they have like a, everyone has a Twitter thing. Probably like 20 parody ones and then one. I'm gonna I'm gonna search for the authentic entertainment Twitter and I'm just gonna send them death threats. Nice. I'm not even I'm not even gonna hide it. I'm just gonna be like, this is me. I hate you. Rome is burning. I want you to die. You can't go to jail for death threats. No oh, one goes to jail no. for stalking and threatening <laughs> murder. As long as you don't commit it. Um. We're going to be talking about a lot of news stories on the podcast today. If you are a first-time listener, uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to the first. It's only two. It's only two episodes before this. Do the work. It's not that of, much of a commitment. A lot of my friends are saying, oh, we were we were listening to the podcast. We really like it. But uh, it cut out halfway through. Not like not like a technical problem, but like, oh, like the browser accidentally closed. And we can't fast forward. So fuck you. We're not going to go back and, <laughs> and fast forward through it. Because apparently you can't fast forward through it or something. Well, you can mobile. fast forward through it in a browser, but once the browser closes, yeah. you can't go back to where you were. Here's my suggestion to you is get on Stitcher or go on iTunes, download the podcast, then you can start at any goddamn yeah. where you please. Do the work, okay? If you're my friend, do the work. It literally takes no time at all, especially if you got that, that new iOS update that yeah. gives you the actual podcast the app. Stuff with the technology. Yeah, you should be fine. Uh, most of our listeners, I'm assuming, are under the age of 60. You should be able to figure it out. Please, figure it out. If you're over the age of 60, welcome to the podcast. Um, I'd like to send a news van to your house to figure out how the hell you figured out how to get us. But that's fantastic. Um, so uh, we're going we're gonna to jump right in here with uh, a new segment on the show. We did notice the last couple weeks there's a lot of stories we spend a lot of time on. And there's a lot of stories we maybe only have one or two jokes for. Uh, so we're going to start with the Fast, fast five. five. It's the Too Soon Fast Five. The first five weird-ass stories I could find that you really can't have a lot to say about it. Number five this week, a woman, uh, the actual name of her, her name, <laughs> English, name of her, name of her English thing, uh, Christine <laughs> Lee Brown. Uh, she dialed 911 to thank the sheriff's department. For the bologna sandwiches that they fed her while she was in the county jail. That was great. It's courteous. Uh, I can't even like laugh at that. I mean, that's <laughs> fucking weird. I'm going to go ahead just, and say that's the best yeah. possible use for the 911 <laughs> system. My thing is, um, there's with this story, it actually named a couple of other interesting cases where people have misused 911. It is, is it is it a felony or just a misdemeanor to completely not use the 911 correctly, right? I, I'm going to go ahead and assume that because, like, teenagers prank it all the time, it has to just be a misdemeanor. That is that is true. I just think it's a felony that they're, that they're lenient yeah. on. Um, Christine Lee Brown, this was in Palm Bay, Florida, was arrested on Saturday. She called 911 repeatedly, not just once. When they didn't take it the first time, like, that's great, ma'am. I'm sure they had the best spicy mustard you've ever had. She called, no, you don't understand. This I, baloney was this top notch. This needs to be known. I'm assuming that drugs or alcohol played a part in these mm. calls. She wanted to thank the sheriff for the bologna sandwiches she had previously eaten while in jail. With each call, the dispatcher asked the 51-year-old if she was experiencing an emergency, but she just kept talking about the sandwiches. Uh, 
Uh, police arrived at her home while she was still talking about the sandwiches to the dispatcher. Like, oh, yeah, hold on. Cops are here. My sandwich delivery's arrived. So the woman was given the opportunity to actually get to enjoy those sandwiches again because she was promptly taken back to jail. That's exactly why she, she wanted to end the call with, and I want more of them. Can you take me to jail? Oh. Here is our answer. It's a felony. She it's was a charged felony? With six felony counts of misuse of 911. Well, you're clogging up an emergency One felony number. for each? I got to think about how many people bled out yeah. or were dying <laughs> of a heroin overdose very important. while that was going on. Uh, she's not the first Floridian, it says, to misunderstand the purpose of the 911 line. This is funny. Joshua Basso, in August, allegedly called 911 seven times to request that female deputies come and have sex with him. The huh. brass the brass balls <laughs> on someone like, hey, um, my emergency is I'm horny. <laughs> Could you please come over and bring the baton? <laughs> I don't accost women anyway. I don't know if I said oh, you can have the courage to do it to girls with guns. Yes, exactly. Who are legally, uh, who are legally allowed to shoot you. With walkie-talkies to call other people with guns <laughs> and more batons. Uh, in September, apparently this is a once-a-month thing in Florida, uh, teenager Mark Welch allegedly made two, only two this time, emergency calls <laughs> trying to convince dispatchers that everything he had dreamt was becoming a reality. <laughs> so, what I have to say to that is if you've ever seen the film Final Destination, maybe they shouldn't charge that guy on anything. Maybe he has... That was as recent as September. Let's, let's give it a few months to see when these things come true. And what dreams were they? Like, did he dream of like, yeah, there really are Smurfs and they were eating my testicles... <laughs> And also, candy canes rape me. Like, that would be... Okay, jail him like, for that. Wait, like, self-aware, like, cognizant candy canes that can move around, like, telekinetically? Yeah. Okay. Self-aware candy canes. I, yeah, I guess he has bigger fish to fry. From the dimension that the yeah. game Candyland I mean, is I mean, I assume if, like, that type of, like, evolution's happening to candy canes, and the police are probably in on it. Because they're <laughs> part of the government, and the government would know everything about it, so... That's how we get the green and white candy canes. They're a yeah. different race, yeah. and they're segregated from the it's, red and white candy yeah, canes. Yeah, because they're like, how do we make, like, candy cane? Because you know how, like, Germany, like, like they're all like, oh, oh, Germany, they're like, oh, my, my candy cane. Who can't candy, do accents now? You know what? Oh, yeah, candy cane, oh. And they all like I candy guess. canes. And then during World War II, they were like, the U.S. government was like, okay, let's like genetically engineer these candy canes. And the green ones happened. That's how the green ones happened. And now like the, the next step is that they become like self-aware and like Skynet and they take over the world. And then we have to send John Connor or something. What I've never seen any of the Terminator movies. I can so. speed dial 911 for you if you need to <laughs> ask them about this. Um, number four on our Fast Five. A worker was cooked to death at the Bumblebee <laughs> Seafood Plant in California. Bumblebee tuna, mm -hmm. a very popular uh, competitor to uh, Chicken of the Sea, I guess, mm -hmm. would be the main competitor. Like, how many competitors are there in the canned tuna market? Uh, at the Bumblebee Seafood Plant, California workplace safety officials are investigating how a worker at Bumblebee Foods wound up being cooked to death in an industrial oven. <laughs> so apparently Bumblebee Tuna is creating a second holocaust, albeit one at a time and very quietly. It's Zyklon Bumblebee Tuna. 
I would say. So Zyklon Bumble. Bazinga! I see what you did, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. (laughs) The accident happened last Thursday morning at the Bumblebee Foods factory in Santa Fe Springs, California. Police and fire personnel, (laughs) at that point, I don't know the fire marshal's going to (laughs) do, responding to a 911 call that wasn't about bologna sandwiches, found Mm. a worker dead inside a cooking device called a steamer machine. Uh I got to guess that this person thought it was like the employee sauna (laughs) hopped inside. Now, the victim was identified as Jose Malina. So he was... Jose Malina. Another another classic, classic, stereotypical moment. He's so sleepy because he's a Mexican. He wanted to take a a little siesta inside. I don't know, man. It's Bumblebee. I've got to sleep where the steam is. It reminds me of Mexico. Wow, this is real racist. Yeah, this is real bad. This is real bad. Yeah, Uh, we'll be dealing with racism in a later episode. He was an employee at the factory for more than six years. So not a trainee. He knows. So he, like, it's not even new. He was just confused one day. I'm sure at some point his trainer walked him around the factory. He was like, don't go in here. You will die. (laughs) So over here are the plastic gloves. And over here is the tuna assembly line. And oh, by the way, (laughs) the thing that says steamer machine, not a sauna. (laughs) It we will do, murder you. Please do not sleep in that. Why? Why? What is it that's like? Well, I could go under this desk. I could go out to my car during my lunch break and sleep. You know what? I like the confined space of a steamer <laughs> machine. I've never seen anything get overheated in there. I, I I assume that he's been working at a uh, tuna company at a tuna uh, manufa- manufacturing. You manufacture tuna. <laughs> Uh, company for eight years. She said he's probably attempting to commit suicide. You should probably look into that. What a worse way. Like, plug your car, like, go it, go home, close your garage, mm-hmm. attach the pipe of your exhaust to the window like a man. <laughs> like a fucking man. And go out balling like a hero. <laughs> Cook yourself in the steer machine. But my favorite part of this article, the winner of the Captain Obvious Award goes to California D- Division of Occupational Safety and Health spokeswoman Erica Mantarosa. Uh, she told the Whittier Daily News that he was fatally injured when he was cooked in an oven. <laughs> I don't know a lot of, like, scrapes that you get into when you're cooked in an oven. <laughs> and it's just, oh, he just fell out. Oh, it's a misunderstanding. We're back in Three's Company territory if you listen to last week's episode. <laughs> Um, it was like a Friends episode, you know, Chandler saw Joey, what are you doing in that oven? (laughs) Ah, it's kooky. Uh, of course you're fatally fucking injured. Um, so they're trying to determine now, OSHA, the, the health department and like health regulations, trying to determine how the man wound up in the oven and whether there were any workplace safety violations. (laughs) Now... I don't know if they're looking into whether somebody put him into this oven, which is plausible, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but safety regulatory violations, I'm going to go ahead and assume that it's way too easy <laughs> to accidentally walk into an oven at the Bumblebee <laughs> tuna plant. Huge violation. Um, but I will say that anybody out there who is brand loyal and buys Bumblebee tuna, look out for the new spicy Mexican flavor coming soon from Bumblebee tuna. They never found his body, by the way. <laughs> limited edition spicy Mexican tuna fish number three on our fast five Taylor Momsen uh, 
We mentioned Gossip Girl before on the podcast. Hey. That just recently came back. It's a great show. You really should watch it. Uh, Taylor Momsen, who used to be on the show. I don't know if she's coming back for the final season. Uh, she's in a band called The Pretty Reckless. That uh, Taylor and I actually went to Warp Tour a couple years ago in Pittsburgh and saw her. And we were in the pit and could almost see up her dress. Yeah, it was real cool. It's real, it's real cool. She's real big about flashing the nips and stuff yeah. like that. She's real open about it. Which is related to this story because... A video they released. Yeah, that's uh, under the water. It's their it's their new yeah. song. They're not that good of a band. They're not they're bad. Like, they're sort of like like the like the we want to be vampires ninety movement of like, oh yeah of like people with like bleach blonde hair and like the like just leather. Um, <laughs> she's naked in a video. I'm not even gonna lead up for you. The '90s yeah. was all bleach blonde hair and leather. I don't correct? know. I like just like the the Anne Rice sort of like. Like stigma of vampires, how it was all like we're gonna like have a rave in this industrial park and like vampires come out of a time warp or something. <laughs> I don't know a lot about the nineties or vampires, okay? All I know is that one time I saw one Anne Rice movie and fucking hated it. <laughs> and now I'm going to acquit everything Wait, I hate to that. Queen of the Damned or Interview with the Vampire? Both of them. They're both real gay, right? They're both real awful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're good that's not gay meaning bad. We're gonna get get into yeah. that in like I mean, I'm just saying they're real homoerotic. Oh, yeah. Like, Anne Rice they, yeah, has I this should... real big guy-on-guy fetish. And here's the thing, like, that that puts, like, Twilight into perspective that Anne Rice wrote the gayest vampires, and it is nowhere near as gay as Twilight. <laughs> Anne Rice, still kind of a turn-on yeah, to watch Interview just, with the Vampire. Like, it was just, like, dude, like, it, they, the dudes might have, like, like, might as well have been having sex with each other, <laughs> and it's nowhere near as gay as, like, Edward and Bella and Sparkling and shit. Tell me what I am. You know what I am. You're a vampire. <laughs> I haven't eaten in weeks. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Taylor Momsen, who might as well be part of the undead, because I saw her <laughs> naked body today, um... This uh, song, Under the Water, she did a spoken word video for it where she said the lyrics. Why they didn't just make a music video for it, I don't know. Because they're artsy and shit. Um, at the very, all through the video, there's flashes. And, like, they're real real close up on, like, her shoulder. And, like, there's water dripping down her skin. And then, like, her raccoon eyes. And then, like, a butt cheek or whatever. And then at the very end, she's completely naked and, like, just, like, like standing there. She's sort of standing but in this weird, like, I'm waiting for my cancer treatment and shivering sort of <laughs> standing there. She's real tortured. She looks like, uh, and the way that I compared it earlier was the alien from Ridley Scott's Alien <laughs> and the Marilyn Manson androgynous person suit from the <laughs> Beautiful People video combined. Uh, she's real weird looking, guys. You got to you gotta look this up. She's got like a, a thorax going on. Like mm-hmm. she's built like an ant. She got like she has like the the, the, the the chest up is sort of like pushed forward and like she just got this whole center part that makes her look like a weird creature. It, yeah, yeah. it terrifies me. You never hear of Taylor Momsen dating anybody. I think she eats him after <laughs> sex. Much like a praying mantis. And here's the thing, she's still attractive. Like yeah. at least yeah, oh, she's yeah. still very attractive. Just like in like a weird like ant spider alien queen sort of way, like in like a weird like, like with alien sort bigger of bigger boobs than you would expect yeah. on Taylor Momsen. Yeah. She's I a real tiny girl did not with decent that. sized breasts. Mm-hmm. So uh, hey, congratulations, <laughs> Taylor Momsen. <laughs> you made ending. me notice your breasts. <laughs> they all live happily ever after. Um, number two on our fast five, bringing it down. 
Jeweler offers free rifles for customers who buy $2,000 engagement rings. In what state? Well, Iowa, which is actually shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, like Midwest, mm-hmm. heartland of America. I would expect this kind of shit out of Alabama, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but in North Liberty, Iowa, a jeweler's offering free rifles for husbands-to-be who spend at least $1,999 on an engagement ring in the store. I got to say the reasoning behind this is because if your woman is demanding an expensive ring, mm-hmm. a couple years down the road, you're probably going to want to shoot her anyway. <laughs> so uh, I was going to say, if you're going to spend that much on a ring and your woman acts up, you got to put her in line you gotta put with, her a shoe, with a rifle blast. Much like a racehorse that can't race anymore, <laughs> you know? When the sex goes bad, bust out that free <laughs> rifle. Uh, now, it, his name is Harold Van Beek. This makes me think of like Dawson from mm-hmm. Dawson's Creek, James Vanderbeek. Mm-hmm. Um, he he told Cedar Rapids News Outlet that he wanted to, <laughs> quote unquote, do something for the boy who doesn't like to hunt for diamonds but likes to hunt for deer. Oh, my heart just broke a little bit. <laughs> So, if you're one of these lucky women, let's 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 speak to the ladies, ladies. If you're lucky enough to bag yourself one of these sweet ass camouflage wearing, dip chewing, dunk, big trucker hat wearing. I don't know the the trucker hat's still a thing. Trucker hat's still a Sorry thing. To ruin trucker your hat's life. a douchebag thing, not necessarily yeah. a a yokel yeah. thing though. Okay, camo hat wearing. Yeah, there you go. Sleeveless shirt wearing. Buying a camo case of bush light because they don't want the deer to see how drunk they're getting kind of guys. For some reason wearing a plush vest in summer. If he gets down on one knee. <laughs> and then unloads a rifle into your chest. You know you got lucky. <laughs> he spent at least $2,000 on like, I can't even be mad at you right now. <laughs> I know how much money you spent because I know you can't afford a rifle at Walmart. You spent two, you spent over $2,000 on me? No, no, no. Don't worry. The rifle was free. Obviously, you have enough money to buy me a new torso or keep me on life support for the foreseeable future. Uh, the rifle offer, however, you will be happy to know that it is subject to Iowa laws on gun ownership. <laughs> Those barred include felons and addicts. I feel like that should be said in real fast, like, <laughs> lawyer voice. Like, <laughs> not including felons and addicts. <laughs> uh, this is the jewel. <laughs> I, I just saw this. The deal is at a jewelry store called Jewelry by Harold. So it's oh, like great. a self-owned. <laughs> yeah, I pick them out. I get them mostly off of cereal boxes and cracker jacks. I mark we, them. The markup's unbelievable. Can we just do the rest of the podcast in, in this voice? So honey, boo boo, honey boo boo, child. We're coming back to honey boo boo this time. We you are guys. coming back to honey boo boo. We are a couple stories away from what is becoming a weekly spot in our podcast: the honey boo boo half hour, or <laughs> Rome is burning. Yes, we're giving way too much time. I feel to um, honey boo boo, child. Actually, oh God, yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna do it this week too. We are coming up on something. I just want to tease that. Uh, and our number one, this was my favorite weird. Number one? Number one! Number one, the climax! Uh, it's come out, I guess in the last couple years, I didn't know this was a thing. Jewish people, you know, 
Kooky, kooky Jews. <laughs> With a crazy, crazy stereotype. They're the funniest religion. Not that the religion <laughs> is funny, but most comedians are Jewish. <laughs> let's just let's just so it's run gotta fuck you up a little bit. Paul Reiser, Jerry Seinfeld, um, every other comedian, every other comedian, Jewish. Uh, so what's what's coming out is that uh, there are these caffeine pills that are basically being used as suppositories uh, on Yom Kippur, so that the uh, Juden can sit through their eight-hour church services, temple services on Yom Kippur and make it all the way through, apparently. Which is dedication. It really is. Um, if you're willing to put something in your ass to... <laughs> for God. Put for it God. in my ass for exactly. God. <laughs> Oi, well, the Talmud says... <laughs> that, was, that was even more racist. That was pretty racist. We're racking it up. Um, so there's this journalist, uh, Gothamist publisher Jake Dobkin. He decided to try one out and write this article about these unmarked suppositories that are sold out of a cardboard box in a South Williamsburg pharmacy. <laughs> I don't know that I trust that. Not at all. Um, he says he noticed some changes, but they only lasted for a couple hours. So I wonder if the um, rabbis are noticing like every two hours, like bathroom breaks <laughs> for the entire temple, and then they come back like eyes watering and sitting kind of funny. Uh, which brings me to the question... Um, what would you sub- shove a caffeine suppository up your ass to uh, subsist through? Like, if you had to get through something and you know you needed caffeine, what what would be good enough for you to actually sit through and shove an anal suppository of caffeine? Every Coen Brothers movie. Hmm. Like, if I, like, I would, like, because, like, halfway through, you're like, Jesus Christ, I fucking get it. I love this movie, but I fucking get it. And then, <laughs> and then you just got to shove the thing up your butt or whatever we were talking about. I'd put suppositories of caffeine in, I think, if I were going to watch every hour of Lost. That's what I was going to say, but then I thought that's probably what you're going to say. If I were going to watch all, like, what we got, 120 some episodes? Something like that. Um, 121 episodes, let's just say, for, for argument's sake. Um, I would I would totally every two hours go oh, definitely. go take a suppository break if it was going to keep me up. It'll probably drive me insane and into some kind of a home, uh, but I would totally do it. Um, okay, so that is our fast five. So we're getting to the story. I want to spend a little bit of time with this story because it's uh, a, little, a little controversial. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you'll have the same opinion uh, here on this, but there's a there's an anti-bullying campaign. Uh, what it is is it is Mix It Up Day. Uh, organized by this group called Teaching Tolerance. It's an anti-bullying project of the Southern Poverty Law Center. And um, what they're trying to do is convince schools across the country to one day out of every month host Mix It Up Day, which in the cafeteria where we all know students pretty much segregate anyway. Mm -hmm. We all had friends we sat by, and it was awkward if we sat anywhere else. they did mix it up there where they did assigned seating randomly and made you sit by strangers. And then the odds are that at least some of the people in the room might make a new friend with yeah. somebody they don't normally sit with. So the American Family Association, which most groups in this country that have the word family in them uh, are, are right wing, anti gay, like yeah. super religious, nutbag, mm-hmm. fundamentalist. This is groups. good. Good. Uh, which we need for yeah. entertainment, not for help. We're not <laughs> helping us. Uh, they are saying that Mix It Up Day uh, is... 
<laughs> supporting a pro-gay agenda. How, pray tell? Well, because it might make you sit next to a gay kid and you might learn that that's a normal way of life. Okay, that, you could forbid. also sit by someone who's an atheist. You could also sit by someone... Well, I mean, I guess that's not really proven. They don't before. want that either. That's fine, but they choose anti-gay. Like, that's the hot-button issue. That just proves that they're a fucking scapegoat. Yep. That the people in charge don't actually give a shit. They're just like, who, who do we blame? Well, they're saying that thousands of schools and millions of children have participated in this program. It's been over the last 11 years. They're, yeah. they're just raising a thing. Apparently, one kid... Turned into a gay by mixing <laughs> Which will up. happen all the time. I came home like, I stopped by a gay kid. I think I want to touch a penis. <laughs> like somebody came home and did that because somebody flipped out. Um, they're saying that this SPLC, the, uh, the uh, group that uh, supports us, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which kind of to me sounds like it's like legal aid. Yeah. Where people can't afford it. They're saying that they're a fanatical pro-homosexual group. Which... I want to break that sentence down for a minute. Pro-homosexual is kind of what, you know, everybody should, like, we're pro-equality. <laughs> yeah. Pro-everybody just yeah, doing no their own thing. Yeah, but no one should be, like, pro-homosexual. You should just not care. I'd rather be pro-homosexual than anti-homosexual. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not a pro, like, but then they throw the word fanatical in there, which is always fun to me. Like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not gay, but I will wear this cut-off shirt and these jean shorts <laughs> and ride this float on a black man's dick. <laughs> just to prove how fanatical I support this cause. Um, they're saying that they're using this this project to bully push its gay agenda and at the same time intimidate and silence students who have hmm, a biblical view of homosexuality. Okay, why does this have to focus on, sexu- on, on, on homosexuality at all? Exactly. This like proves like how fucking like crazy that like that how like obsessed they are with the idea of it they're like oh my god and that's such a fallacy that's like that's like type a like logical fallacy too is like they could be like gay like they could sit by yeah. someone who's gay so of course it's going to happen yeah and then if they actually touch elbows yeah. the gay spreads mm-hmm. so we all know how that's how that yeah. happens um yeah they're always obsessed with that they're not like saying that Oh, they might sit next to like a bully or they yeah. might sit next to, you know, someone who's going to shiv yeah. them because they came from like mm-hmm. the school on the outskirts of town on the wrong side of the track. Anyone, anyone raised like in this like American family, whatever, like, so, so is that was American family? American, yeah, it's yeah. the um, um, American Family Association. Yeah, something, something family, Jesus. We also, the other big one in, in, in the country that has family in it is like, Fight for the family, yeah. the one that put like Tim Tebow's ads yeah. on the air a couple years ago, or no, focus on the family, which actually focuses on being straight. Yeah. That's all they care about. I think don't that, have abortions and yeah. be straight. That's all focus <laughs> on the family cares about. I don't. I don't think that I'm so worried that, like someone turning gay by doing this. I'm more worried of someone going like one of these kids going, "Hey, I'm gay," and then the person they're sat by being a bully and punching them in the face. Daddy I'm said, "I'll in. catch it." Yeah, like, oh my god, oh no, I don't want to catch the gay, so I better just beat the living shit out of this person, which is usually the first response to it. Well, this group's calling for parents to keep their kids home from school on October 30th, on the okay. national day when schools can implement this. And that's a great, that that actually makes me happy for because the assholes will stay home, and the good people who are tolerant and respectful. And But like, doesn't this, it make you sad for the kids a little bit, though? Is their parents' agendas being hmm. like, 
foisted yeah, but those upon kids, them. Those kids are fucking doomed anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Like, if you're raised in that, you're not coming out of that unless you have a great big epiphany, like, later on in life. Well, they're also prompting supporters to write letters and place phone calls to participate schools, encourage, encouraging them to pull the plug on the Mix It Up Day plans, which is bullying. Yeah. So they want to encourage, they're saying the school's bullying their kids to sit next to a possible homo gang. Mm. Homo gang. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and they um, are going to bully the school administration into my tax dollars don't support liberal agenda. <laughs> like, what's wrong with the like integration of sitting next to a stranger? Yeah, most of those kids, it's going to be real awkward for yeah. a day. Most of those kids are probably going to go, yeah, whatever my dad said, because uh-huh. I don't want to sit next to someone I don't know. Because that was always weird. That's mm-hmm. always weird in school yeah. when like. You, maybe you're having a fight with your little clique or whatever. Or, or like maybe... you're like assigned a partner or something. You yeah, exactly. You that person. You just feel awkward. Um, they're saying Brian Fisher, Brian with a Y, uh, is the issue director of issue analysis for the AFA. AFA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is pushing the normaliza- normalization of homosexuality in schools. But I'm, I'm sorry if you disagree. You can turn the podcast off. It's normal yeah. to be gay. It's totally normal. Yeah. It's a it's a genetic thing. Anyone that thinks that's still a choice is wrong. You're mm-hmm. you're you're just wrong. You're there's not we can't debate about this. Yeah, I don't even like like I get I used to get really like angry at people who were like against like the homosexuality thing, but now I just realize you it's it's pointless to even get like frustrated with it because it's it, a that idealism is going to die out. Like there are people who will fight for it and it's going to eventually die out. Like, everyone's resisted this type of change. Like, interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. Segregation was a thing for a long time, and it fucking died out because there were people willing to fight for it. But, like, why argue about it with people that, like, don't fucking matter? I have said yeah, firmly that anything Britney Spears can do in a drive through with some guy <laughs> she barely knows and get divorced two days later, there's no sanctity left yeah. in it. So let whoever wants to marry whoever, mm. as long as it is two consenting adults, it doesn't mean people are going to start marrying pets. I love that argument. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> pets cannot sign a marriage contract, yeah. basically. Uh, so your whole argument is wrong yeah. there. Your I'm, logic is I'm flawed. I'm assuming that, that, that at some point in time, there's going to be someone who says, well, I mean, the, 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 it'll get skewed <laughs> to the point where someone will... I love my lamb. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. I love this dog. I love this horse. And then the law will, like, they'll push for a law that changes, like, what consent is. Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, you can't fucking compare interspecies relationships with homosexual relationships. I always feel like the next argument is sex robots and yeah. can a man first marry all, his sex first robot? First of all, no, like, I completely forgot about whatever we were talking about. Sex robots is all I can think about right <laughs> I now. said sex robot, and it veered Taylor's yeah, mind. Like, what I actually you? watched his eyes <laughs> check out of the first conversation and into the sex robot conversation that he's wanted to have since we started this podcast. Sex robot, sex robot. <laughs> what does he want? <laughs> he wants sex. Ha, <laughs> references. Uh, so, anyways... The only reference to LGBT issues in this mix it up like materials is this at some point there's an activity that helps kids end their use of comments like don't be a retard and that's so gay. Yeah, that's the only reference to anything gay in any of the core materials of this group that wants Mm -hmm. to do mix it up day. 
Uh, they don't tell schools what to do. They suggest activities, none of which have to do with sexual orientations. They don't suggest you pair up gays and straights. And if you have a 50% gay population at your school, to pair them up so that so, they're double dicking so, or <laughs> munching on some carpet at the lunchroom. So I just think that all these homophobes should just stop being retards. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Stop being so gay homophobes. Stop being such gay so retards. Stop being gay homophobes. You're gay retards. You go suck a dick, you fucking homophobes. <laughs> <laughs> it, should be, it should be noted that while we were talking about gay rights and stuff... <laughs> Behind the scenes, look. Uh, Ian from the podcast with Ian and Trevor. Over Trevor, here, Ian, talk shit. Yeah, uh, was undoing his belt in I, the room and then pretending to suck a dick. So well, that's great. I can't justify the blowjob motion, but I just came from work and my pants, my, my belt was skewed and I needed to fix <laughs> we it. We were talking about sex robots and Ian had to start cranking it immediately. <laughs> he was like, I guess I got here at the right time. So basically, um, the just <laughs> had the gay chat without me. Yeah, exactly. The teaching bum, tolerance bum high five. The Wait, teaching but. tolerance program countered with their own publicity materials, putting out that the AFA has been officially named by a, as a hate group mm-hmm. uh, for their views on homosexuality. But the saddest part of this story to me is some two hundred schools have asked to be removed from a public list of people participating in the Mix It Up program. Yeah. Not saying they're not going to participate, but don't want people to know they're participating. Mm-hmm. But then the nice counter to this is in the same span of time, 180 schools have now signed up to participate yeah. because of the publicity. And I feel like more are actually going to sign up. I think it's a good idea. I think it's ridiculous I think if you think it's yeah. going to teach kids anything other than different people can become your friends. I feel like if I would have had this in school... Like, I really didn't talk to anyone until my senior year. Like, I feel like if, if someone like me, and there are, there's only really, like, four types of people in the world. So over a fourth of high school students are like me when I was in high school. You can only benefit from it. You can only yeah. make friends. Well, getting into the um, Honey Boo Boo portion. And honey a Boo nice Boo. segue from what we were just talking about. Honey Boo Boo's Uncle Poodle. Came out of the closet this week and says he's. I don't think that you even have to come out of the closet. If your name's Uncle Poodle, yeah, totally. Um, Lee Thompson, he's the uh, 29 year old uncle to the um, Alana Elena Thompson, Mm -hmm. however you say it, who is the uh, titular uh, character in Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Yes, Lee Thompson, but he's he's a gay guy. he came out of the closet in uh, Georgia, actually, which is actually which kind is of brave. One of the worst places. You know, I don't know a lot about Georgia, but I can only assume that's one of the worst places. That so, future news, he's hanging from a tree. I was just going to say, on the countdown to when he's beaten to death, <laughs> Lee Thompson, or Sugar Bear Boo Boo, or whatever his name was, Poodle, Uncle yeah. Uncle Poodle. And in the same story that I read, that we read this in, it says, like, there are, like, 50 other, like, like that you'd expect them to be the only ones, like, in their area that are, like, LGBT or whatever, BLT or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, <laughs> LGBLTs? But, yeah. Those are my favorite gay sandwiches. <laughs> no, it's not. But... <laughs> <laughs> no! 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 It is not Channing Tatum. Just, just Channing Tatum. Just kind of By himself. Nobody else is there. But I like he. But in the same story, they're like, oh yeah, there are like fifty other like LGBT couples in our area. So mm-hmm. people that know them are going to be on the lookout now. I yeah. assume. 
Um, they go to the same bar. I know they're as here. Else. I can hear them breathing. It says they're in a very like friendly community, and they're huh. not. You know, they're in a progressive part of yeah. Georgia. That was that, this. Good. This actually made me like because I heard a quote from. I'm probably taking it out of context, but apparently, Honey Boo Boo Alana Thompson, who I will refer to her as just that from now on, because Honey Boo Boo's retarded. <laughs> That's an awful thing to say. Uh, <laughs> apparently a quote was ain't nothing wrong with being a little gay yeah from her which is fantastic I guess so I hate yeah <laughs> it was poorly worded what? I don't know if fantastic is the adjective yeah. that I what use if her show is the way we get equality yeah like can we, we have blame? to like if that happens if that what? happens what if this is I will never complain about Honey Boo Boo again what if this is it like the people at Authentic were like let's we've been doing evil bullshit for too long let's give back to society and sneak evil like <laughs> gay rights stuff we got into this thing. we got this family right and it's like they're sharing a brain cell yeah <laughs> But they're so super tolerant of, like, gay people and people different than them. This is how we're going to indoctrinate equality into America. They can all get together. They can have a little rainbow coalition of people. They can get together and burn books. That'll be what they do. This is actually, uh, this, 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 This if this is true, if this is what is going on at Unique Management, what are they called? Authentic Entertainment. Authentic Entertainment. Oh, I memorized it. I have a whole whiteboard in my room of pictures and like lines drawn Just to like each other. like strings connecting knives to articles. Each picture. <laughs> what they find in every good serial killer's house <laughs> after he runs away and they figure out who did it. Um, but my favorite quote from the article, and this is not a knock against, I'm not trying to make a gay joke. Very obvious. Everyone though. who knows me knows I'm very accepting. This was a funny quote, and Ian, you, you're gonna you're gonna love this. Okay, so Uncle Honey Boo Boo uh, says, "My husband and I live in Milledgeville because we want to be out in the country." He explains of his spouse Josh, whom he married this past August. Perhaps defying common gay stereotypes, he adds, "I'm gay, but I'm as redneck as I can get, and we want to be somewhere we can fish and jump on a four wheeler." Uh, and then they name an activity <laughs> that totally sounds like a tell, gay euphemism. Tell me it's corn hauling. It's not corn Close hauling. Enough. Close, Close enough. enough. And go hog wallowing. <laughs> it was either that or hillbilly ham fishing. Hillbilly <laughs> ham fishing. We knew it was coming, and I regret that choice of words. <laughs> they knew it was coming. Oh, Tap me on the head. Here's, here's the thing. In general, we hope to hijack, your, hijack you guys' podcast, but no. We're new, new special guest, Ian. Special Trevor. guest, Ian. Well, if you guys want to add anything? Go ahead. Listen, I'm the I'm the the reigning expert on gay stuff. So <laughs> gay stuff, just gay, gay stuff. stuff expert, Ian Parisi is just doing the podcast. Did you know that rice is gay? <laughs> kills, all gonna, those, I, kills all those things. <laughs> um, if it's served under salmon, then yes, right. totally no, gay. Here's the thing: redneck culture in general, pretty gay. Oh like, yeah, there's a lot of Homer. Redneck culture and Greek fraternity culture, which we discussed last week, okay, has yeah. a lot of like they're very tend to be uh, anti-gay, the, 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 but the, the homoerotic, the butt chugging, the butt homoerotic chugging. tendencies of both of those organizations, which based on like Greek history, <laughs> where there were orgies where whoever wanted to put whatever in whatever hole. Well, Listen, the Greeks gave us everything until the Romans came Including in. Including KY Jelly. Until the Romans came in and shut that shit completely down because, let's face it, the Romans were pretty much the barbarians. Yeah. Greece was so far ahead of a, ahead technologically, theologically, oh, yeah. philosophically, in every, in every aspect. 
and they acknowledge same-sex relationships yeah. and, and a lot of pedophilic relationships. Let's be honest, but they didn't have the same. They were they were further sexually as far as mental capacity and when what what sex is than we as a species currently That's, will ever be. I I believe I I might be misremembering this, but apparently, if I'm remembering this correctly. Uh, wives, like newly married wives, would shave their heads so that uh, Greek men could get used to not have, having sex with, like, men. Like, <laughs> they would be like, oh, I'm but a woman. Oh, women yeah. have shaved heads, uh, yeah. too. But also, I love and the fact penis that... penis and balls. This is, this is the... This Our is comedians the evolution the of it. <laughs> this is the... Archimedes was Merlin's owl. I don't think that was a... I don't no, think that was he, a philosopher. No, he... He had a, he was a he was an architect. He maybe a, research okay. time. Anyway. You guys keep talking. I'm okay. gonna find out who Archimedes My, is. Who was the name of Merlin's owl? Yeah. Archimedes are these delicious honey dipped fried dough balls that <laughs> they serve the green fat dipped great. in nuts. Oh, oh nuts. Anyway, what I love about like looking back at like Greek culture, like the the reference to Greek culture shows you the evolution. It. It's like over time, the book reading, like philosophers separated from like the like like the alcohol drinking like butt fucking dudes. <laughs> Wait, and they and they moved out to the country, and then we moved to those big cities with our two friends. So there's that. Oh Beautiful. My God. Uh, Archimedes of Syracuse. Uh, was actually a Greek mathematician and philosopher. Oh, but guess what? He, I'm doing a jerk off motion right now. This is what I can. This is how much for, I can. Um, Balls. Balls. Uh, yes, actually, I, I kid you not. He invented democracy and rim jobs. <laughs> um, um, spheres. The vegan vote a, on rim jobs. No, I kid you not. He had a, an, an affinity for, for spheres. That was that Big sweaty spheres. This is very fucking obvious. These are obvious <laughs> jokes we're making. Was, this is lowbrow at its finest. Well, why wasn't Archimedes in the story of Mechanical Al? Was he not... Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, he was a real owl, and then uh, Archimedes, I think, in the Clash of the Titans movie, the one in the eighties, okay. was a, was yeah. a mechanical owl for some god awful reason. Clash of the Titans was Jason and the Argonauts, right? That's pretty much the same. I I know they probably. I mean, no, no, because no, uh, it's Achilles. I think. I think Clash of the Titans was the okay. story of Achilles, but sort of like skewed. Wasn't wasn't that the story of Troy, like the Iliad? Wasn't the listeners same? that are now tuned Not out Achilles, to sorry. research? Not Achilles. Sorry, fucking. Uh, the guy just, uh, just shit stuff happens. I don't know okay. Medusa and fuck whatever. Okay, doesn't if matter. You yeah, know what Jason, this story is really Jason about. Argonauts. Yeah, Jason Bourne and the Argonauts. Thank you. <laughs> totally remember that. Um, the the other part of the honey boo boo story that I did want to get to is she officially endorses, even though she can't vote, Barack Obama for president. Are you? Shitting? What is happening? I have no idea what's happening right now. My, I actually got a nosebleed and passed out for a solid 15 minutes <laughs> when I read this. Honey Boo Boo your constant? Honey Boo Boo's my constant. Um, now, this may have been, she was on Jimmy Kimmel when she when she said this, and um, uh, apparently it's Not some rally Leno? or something. She wasn't even on Leno? No, it wasn't even Leno. Honey Boo Boo would be on Leno. They asked Mitt Romney, apparently, and this is what Jimmy Kimmel told her before he asked her. He said, you know, just to let you know, Mitt Mitt Romney says he prefers Snooky to Honey Boo Boo as far as like reality people yeah. go, which that's like like boxes or briefs is like a bullshit yeah. question to ask a you know politician. He's got better things to do with his time, like outsourcing jobs and <laughs> not telling us what he's going to do with his money. But um, she asked which presidential candidate she would vote for if she were able to vote, and she said Barack Obama like immediately. So Honey Boo Boo, 
Huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not, I want that. A, honey Boo Boo. Huh. <laughs> a resounding <laughs> A resounding... <laughs> Alright, that brings my hate level down from want to kill to if, let live long enough to see where this I goes. Want, if I want Honey Boo Boo to die less, or I want to vote for Barack Obama less. I because Honey Boo Boo... Yes, this might have an inverse feel, reaction. I, this is part of the plan. Okay, I feel like this is... Reverse psychology, like Mitt Romney's in on this, and he's like, "Honey, boo boo, you're you're gonna fucking like Barack Obama because <laughs> Mitt Romney's not smart right enough to think of this. I promise you." <laughs> um, staying with the anti-gay theme of apparently this week's podcast, we got to have a funny title on the uh, anti-gay theme because this story is not funny whatsoever. Just we invited Ian wasn't gonna be enough. We invited <laughs> Ian, it got gay. <laughs> Episode three. The title. Soon. The title of my autobiography is gonna be "Wow, that got wow, that got gay." Pastor Steve Youngblood oh, wanted to... That's, an, that's a very unfortunate name for that pastor. Wanted to slap an Iowa woman for objecting to anti-gay flyers in the church. Now, there's a lot of things wrong with this story. A pastor on October 7th in Burlington, Iowa. A lot of bad shit coming out of Iowa this week. Get your shit together, Iowa. Iowa is the new Georgia. Get that's your shit I'm... together. Honey Boo Boo is like is family members with homosexuals and endorses Barack Obama. Iowa, that's two states over from us, can't get its shit together. I Wait, Iowa's what... next to us, isn't yeah. it? I, no, Indiana, no. Illinois, Iowa. In, uh, in, in Illinois, Iowa's a weird. I, I Iowa's one of those states I can never figure out where it is. If you hand me like a blank map, I confuse it with like Missouri constantly. Wow. Yeah. yeah right. Wow. I could see geography lessons. If you said Ralph and Taylor, flyover states. If you said like Nebraska <laughs> or Oklahoma, not even Oklahoma, like Nebraska. That's well, like there's a lot of corn in America, so it's real hard to pick out Iowa. What's that? The great Chris Hardwick bit about if you ever think we're gonna run out of corn, we won't. It's like it's, it's like just Christmas cereal with corn on one side, rice on the other. It's corn and Cracker Barrels all over the country. I I don't know what's happening. I genuinely don't. I think that I think that you know how like like the like the the uh, poles are supposed to switch or whatever. I, that was the dumbest sentence I've ever said in my life. No, I know what you're talking like, about. Yeah, yeah, magnetic yeah. north Isn't is supposed that to like part reverse. Of the, the, Doomsday, or they're just co-opting it for the doomsday I don't know. Prophecy. I'm going to co-opting a lot of stuff for the December 21st yeah. prophecy Anything I say about this is going to make me sound stupid because it's going to be wrong. Was the Antichrist? Do you remember when they all thought he's, he he's, was... He's the worst Antichrist ever. Yeah. He's very ineffective as an Antichrist. <laughs> Everyone thought he was going to be like, that. oh no, the, the second inauguration, it was going to you know bring doom or whatnot. Like, even if you don't like him, you got to admit, he's the worst Antichrist than a president. <laughs> like, you said, hands down. <laughs> Why blame a Republican <laughs> House and for that, but... Um, getting back on track here, what happened here in this church is that a woman attending the church saw some flyers on the church grounds. It's illegal for tax exempt, which religious institutions are tax exempt from promoting political candidates or causes. Now we've heard a lot of stories about political candidates being endorsed by some churches and that's completely wrong. If they want to get into politics and they have that problem with the separation of church and state, then they need to start paying taxes. I'll I won't care what a church has to say about like economic policy mm-hmm. and the constitution if they pay taxes. Yeah. We could balance the budget on churches paying taxes. But the issue was she basically just pointed out that hey, I'm not saying that you don't have an opinion here and it's your opinion, but it's illegal for you to pass these flyers out. So, Pastor Youngblood the following week in his sermon on October 7th, uh 
said during his sermon. Dusted off his pimp hand. Dusted off his pimp hand. It was strong that day. Said he'd like to slap her, but that's not the part that I take issue with. That her husband should rise up and correct her. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. We're still doing that. We're still thinking that. There are people that still think that the Bible times. Yeah. Yeah. That a woman shuts up. Not even the Bible times. Let's go with the 50s. Yeah, true. (laughs) True. But yeah, seriously, that's not even... Listen, every... Not even Republican. Almost every candidate right now that has been up in the last couple years for, for, for public office has... Okay, we live in a day and age where the head of the science committee said that science and evolution are, I believe the correct term was, um, lies from the darkest pits of hell. Yes, that happened two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. The head of the science committee. This year has a two in front of it. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> why do why are women treated like they are in Mad Men? Like it's like, <laughs> except, except okay. Well, here's the thing. Except I want to be Don, except Don Draper. We can go back to slapping secretaries on the There's absolutely no Peggy Olsen. Like, yeah, everyone true. is Betty Draper. There's no Peggy Olsen. Taylor doesn't get any of these references yeah. I'm making right now. <laughs> but um, it, why? Like, okay, I understand the internet culture. So are culture. you saying everybody's a cunt like Betty Draper? <laughs> oh! <laughs> the C word got dropped at whatever time this is. It was Trevor. It was Trevor, it was Trevor. It. I honestly would have believed that it would have been Taylor that, like, dropped my, the most vile damn. profanity. My problem is, is that... But cunt. <laughs> cunt, cunt, cunt. Apparently we Wait, can say okay, that now. I understand internet cult- culture has adapted the whole make me a sandwich kind of <laughs> idea. Ironically. No, it was. It was, it was culture. entirely ironic. But my problem being is that why in 2012, al- almost 2013, do we still believe that women are inferior than men or that... Even further than that, that race means anything, or that sexuality means absolutely fucking anything. It disgusts me that rich white men still control this world. Well, I, that anybody a, should have to identify themselves as one thing yes, or the other. Yeah, yes. like musical artists, politicians, famous people have to like. Are you gay? Or are you straight? Are you gay? Or are you straight? Now, what for the matter? record, if anybody wants to know all about myself, now I love dick. So that's <laughs> that's not like the, the the problem here. The the issue being, I just don't understand why why things haven't progressed since the fifties. Yeah. Now, grant you, there's been strides in in the in the African American culture and in the women's movement. But if we think they're they're any of those groups, I'm saying this ironically as a god, a white male with means, and I grew up in a suburban neighborhood. <laughs> I, I just don't understand, and that's why I get so disgusted when I see Romney on TV or the fact that Rick Santorum even had a shot yeah, at being fucking true. president. Is it they're the way that they treat women, or that they handle minorities, or they handle anyone who's not a white male? It's disgusting. Well, to speak to your point, actually. Apparently, in the 50s, we were a little more progressive than we are now because the federal law that prohibits tax-exempt organizations like churches from promoting political candidates was actually written in 1954. Hmm. So even in 1954, they knew that if you are a religious entity that you probably should not influence... Yeah, if you're not pulling your fucking weight. Exactly. There's a new movement among some churches to strike that law down on the grounds of religious freedom. But, okay, let's let's forget the gay thing for one second. The birth control I thing. Can't. The birth control thing. Uh, they say that religious institutions in their insurance shouldn't have to cover birth control mm-hmm. because it, in, it 
goes against their religious freedom. No one's forcing them to take the pill. It covers their insurance carrier to cover it in case someone would need to take it because there are health reasons someone would need to take the birth control pill. Yeah, but what about male enhancement drugs, which are fucking Oh, male enhancement drugs because they they encourage procreation. Because if you can't get it up, but here's the irony of that. The sick irony of that is that any insurance plan will cover a boner pill because you can procreate. But if it's God's plan that you shouldn't have a boner, mm-hmm. why would you manipulate that with drugs? You're going against God's plan. Christian Mingle. Also, <laughs> here's the thing. .com. Who, what, who are the male enhancement drugs for? The older men who have not been able to, who knew, like the older couples yeah. who can't do this. And yeah. when, old, when, when, and this is a very, hopefully they're not still procreating. Yeah. When old people try to procreate, they have mentally handicapped children. They have physically dust handicapped babies. Children. I don't even call them dust they babies. They have they have development. <laughs> See, that's they and have, that's yeah. why I don't believe in an omnipotent just God. Because, come on, we should have a little more couple couple more. It's a lot of dust babies. Like I, that's the thing is that they're <laughs> the, these babies. the that if if our tax dollars or whatever or the government's paying for male enhancement drugs or whatever that. That's creating that could as a, as an illogical fallacy to match every illogical fallacy the Re- the Republicans come up with, which is every fucking day. Yeah, that it's going to create more people who can't work and will therefore depend on the government and will be part of that forty seven percent. So they shouldn't be supporting that at all. So the fatwa of the week, the holy war that we're declaring this week, Pastor Steve Youngblood needs beaten within an inch of his life. I'm not saying kill him. I'm just saying you know let's. I think it's going to take a few hate crimes on these anti-gay bigots I, I to just, turn things around. You definitely fight fire with fire. <laughs> can we find eye for the, an eye. Exactly. Find the irony in this, I'm not the first person and or the last person to say this. Can we find the irony? The Huffington Post just started talking to me. <laughs> can we find the irony in the fact that it, an institution that's supposed to, to, to expel the virtues of a book that teaches, well, it's supposed to teach tolerance, but if you read it, you know that it doesn't. Oh, no, no. Then there are women being beheaded and... Uh, slavery's okay. Slavery's all right. And, a lot of bestiality. And God, don't eat shellfish. God hates when you eat mm-hmm. shellfish. If you ate shrimp today, you're wearing, going to hell. That's and wearing it. hats. I'm and fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, it, can we find the irony that something that's supposed to preach... And it's not it's not the, the book itself, but the people yeah. who were supposed to preach... The the virtues are the ones spewing the most hatred. Yeah, pretty much. I, I pretty just, much. I, I don't understand. That's what it all boils down to for me is I don't care what you believe, but if you take that book literally or any, I mean, whether it's the Quran or Talmud or whatever you read, if you take those stories literally, wow. Mm. Um, and if you use but them to hate on an entire group of things, people. But hate take, gives life purpose, and that's nice. If you take yeah. any of those things seriously, you have... You have situations like 9-11, or you have situations well, yeah. like Oklahoma City, yeah. or you have situations like the Jersey Shore. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, oh, I was setting, I was so setting up for that one. But it's, it's, uh, it's... Yeah, because God created the Jersey Shore. He created the Shore of Jersey need, because God's real. <laughs> God is the Almighty. Why do you need a book to remind you not to be an asshole to people? Yeah. So we've slipped from, we've slipped into the general conversation of, of religion. Altogether, you know, and this this conversation got yeah. real this heavy. Is, we're not getting anything else it's because so, there's no end to this conversation. It's so cliche, you know. And here's the thing: I'm you have Mormon friends, yeah. 
you we we talked about it before. You have Mormon friends. You're very respectful of their ideals, and as far as I know, they're respectful of your mm-hmm. ideals. Yeah. That's not to say that I don't think they're fucking insane to what they believe, but I think almost every religion I, is fucking insane I, to I, what I, they I, believe. But they're the super yeah. nicest people you've no, ever met in your life. They are. They <laughs> are. I would never call a religion insane. I would, I would actually. Say, I would there are say some. That, that first, that, that anybody who's in this generation of any religion, generation is what I just fucking said, generation of any religion has already had that beaten in their head. So I wouldn't call it insane. I call it indoctrination. And it is, just, though. Yeah. It is indoctrination. See, so you can't be like, why would you believe that? I understand why they believe that because it gives them hope and, and hate gives them a purpose. So I'm not going to say it's illogical that you hate anything because in their brain it makes total sense because that's the relative matter of it. Okay, so I'm going dr- like to draw this conversation okay, to a close that's fine, that's fine. because I'm, okay I'm sure in every episode we're going to hit this topic at yeah. some point. I want to do a real quick, funny, lighthearted story awesome. for those who have not tuned out. Um, a man dunked his head into a bucket of urine at a Cleveland Browns tailgate party. <laughs> of course it was a Browns it's, fan. Because God, God told him to, right? God. Let's go over to sports, sports Corner here. It was a Browns fan that dunked his head into a bucket of urine. Isn't, doesn't that happen at every tailgating at, for a Browns game? Kind of. Like, guess why he did it? $450. <laughs> That's um not enough for the hospital bill for the diseases he could have got. Yeah, urine's sterile. Urine is sterile. We will well, say that. Did they specify, was it like a bunch of fans got together and like pissed Well, it was a whole bucket. So I'm going to go ahead and say it was a frothy <laughs> mix of a few... Cleveland Browns fans that have been chugging so back Natty Light all afternoon. Basically, it was essentially Guinness. Like that. Yes. Oh, so this guy who, his name is in quotes, he wouldn't give his real name, Phil, accepted a bet at a Cleveland Browns tailgate party that required him to stick his head into a nearly full bucket of pee that was gathered from bystanders. Desperate cries of, don't do it, Phil. The man still stuck to his guns, girded his loins, and as the stream of YouTube videos that immortalized the event demonstrate, became... <laughs> they have to use the word stream? Do they yeah. have to use the word stream? $450 richer to the envy of absolutely no one. <laughs> to the end? They had to add that. Um, he... <laughs> uh, I don't understand... Like, first of all, how long did it take to fill a five-gallon bucket of piss? And what person had to hang out with that guy for the rest of the game? The tailgate party <laughs> happens before the game. So he went into the game. Uh, the Cleveland Browns won this week, so at least it was worth it for him to be there a little bit. Um, he, you know, when he, when he went into the stadium, like when he gave him the ticket, was a guy like, you're in. Well, Ha-ha! here's the thing. The beautiful irony of this story is Cleveland finally gets a win this season, but they can't get through it without at least one person Clevelanding it up. <laughs> By you are too Cleveland for your own good. Like sir. we had such a good day, everything was fine. You dunked your head in a bucket of urine. Back to Cleveland as usual. <laughs> Well, now they're going to make sure that that's a superstition. So now before every <laughs> Cleveland game... What yeah, person will be drawn from okay. the lottery? Different different sport, I understand. But LeBron leaves, they've been having a rough go. Like, all of Cleveland. 
Dude dunks his head in urine. Everything turns around. If this happens, I'm going to start before I go into work every day dunking it's my like head the in the fucking it's like urine. The Philly fanatic. Like, <laughs> this is our new mascot. Guy that needed a new stereo system for his car. <laughs> Running around with a bucket on his that's head. Okay. Well, if that's the case in Cleveland, it's not going to stay in his car very long. <laughs> he must live in East Cleveland. Um, There's okay. a defining fucking line. Back to a serious story. I have another funny one before we close out, but serious story. Koch Industries. Koch uh, Brothers? Like yeah, they, Coach, yeah. Koch, Coke, Coke Koch Brothers. Koch. It's actually like the Koch Brothers. You mean the it's Illuminati. Like you the mean Illuminati. The Illuminati. <laughs> They're actually... Um, Sid and Marty Them and other CEOs are warning employees of their companies of layoffs if Obama is reelected. Yeah. That's so basically they're holding the country hostage. That is first of all so almost literal terrorism. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That is corporate terrorism. <laughs> you got to remember Iran and all the hostages they had. It's like that. <laughs> well, you know that the Coach brother Coke brothers are the ones that actually fund the Tea Party. Yeah. They were the ones that actually which started that funny. as a grassroots. Here's, here's the crazy part, the great part about that. The Tea Party, which is all about pulling yourself up from the bootstraps and don't accept money mm-hmm. from the man, accepted a lot of fucking money to start from the fucking uh-huh. man. Like, it's it's the same. They, they might as well be that 47 fucking percent. Like, that's... Well, they state implicitly in this letter dated October 1st that many of our more than 50,000 U.S. employees and contractors may suffer the consequences of voting for President Obama and other Democrats in the 2012 elections. Like, you're basically holding the economy hostage, saying you'll lose jobs because I don't like the guy that got voted in. Not because he officially did anything to the economy, but because I'm going to prove a point and make his second term be a failure by firing all oh, these people. I just saw a post from a Republican committee the other day that was how to vote for Gary Johnson. I'm sure they would have done the same thing. Uh-huh. Basically, at the end was um, vote, or cast, <coughs> cast your vote for Gary Johnson, watch Obama win, know you wasted your vote. Like, it was, it's fear mongering. Watch the country yeah. slip into social Yeah, that's basically yeah. it. Like, it's, I honestly would vote for Gary Johnson if it wasn't throwing a vote away from Barack Obama. I, I, I just, I, it might... He has this great idea about moving all the stupid people to this island. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I'm a big fan. I just, my, He's not crazy at all, people. If, mm-hmm. if you truly grant you, there's there's kids. I'm I'm 22. There's kids mm-hmm. our age and, and Taylor's age that are pissy little world travelers who want to vote libertarian because they think it's the cool thing to do. But if you truly believe that a third party candidate is the right idea for you, if you want to vote green, if the, is the Green Party still a thing, yeah, actually, yeah, if you want to vote libertarian and, and whatnot. Do that, but believe that's what you want to do. Don't don't think you're skewing the system because you want to vote. You want to piss somebody off and not vote for the two party candidates. But for the record, there are other fucking candidates. Yeah, there are. And and why why limit yourself? Grant you, I'm pretty set in voting for Barack Obama. Like I think most people here are pretty set in. Voting I for am Obama. not voting because I forgot to register. <laughs> oh no, I did. I did register. I forgot this to mail my thing in. <laughs> so I'm not. No, no, no. I didn't forget. I knew it was happening. I'm like, I'll do that. Tomorrow, and we have like two weeks, three weeks. Well, you still have time to register for our next story, the small penis contest in Denmark. <laughs> won it? I already fucking won it. Wait, of course it's in Denmark. Of, of course. course. 
Um, Why wouldn't it be? There's a Denmark-based competition that is offering an iPhone to the man with the smallest penis. Which is not a good consolation prize at all. Also, if you're going to come out and say, like, oh, yeah, give me the fucking iPhone, that's just going to be outdated in five months anyway. You've wasted your time entirely. No more sex ever because people are going to remember your name and face because no one's going to forget that. And also, you get a piece of machinery that won't fucking matter in a, in well, a year. Well, it's probably an iPhone 3GS because oh, only God, people yeah. five inches are bigger get the four higher um the contest is being sponsored by the erotica website singlesex.dk the site owner morton fabricus morton fabricus admits the idea is weird and funny and almost too much (laughs) an ironic Uh, motion to do the least erotic contest ever it's a competition which is at the core of manhood the most important thing for a man there are so many unhappy men out there who think you have a who they think have a giant penis or have to have a giant penis, but it's not normal to have a huge one. So they feel like this contest is a fun way to promote that there are people just like you that have a less than average size. But penis. also an iPhone. But that also we're gonna post any... all your pictures to a website so and is, laugh at you. This is where we are as a like as a world. Well, this... Denmark's doing it. I mean, but I can see this happening here. But it would be the biggest here, and it would be, like, focused in Texas or something. And it would be everyone who's ever driven a truck bigger than them. <laughs> Taller than them. Contestants, contestants, wow, are asked to send a photo to the website of their erect sex organ with measuring tape <laughs> next to it. the worst way to word that. <laughs> Um, the male with the smallest you... penis will win an iPhone. Guys who come in second and third place get an iPad. I'd actually prefer the iPad. Well, so that's saying the... the... The person with the slightly bigger dick yeah. gets the slightly bigger item. Like, oh my god, Denmark, what the fuck? Ladies, I'm not winning an iPad or an iPhone. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Oh. 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 You've got to say That moment was brought to you by pulling the headphones out of your ear very quickly. Um... You so, actually get a Samsung tablet. <laughs> That's how bad it is. So uh, they're going to let the site's female members uh, <laughs> like <this>. uh, vote. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so they think it has positive benefits. The average penis is actually five and a half inches. Uh, and all the guys who post are below <laughs> average. And they'll see that they're not alone. Uh, it's a good opportunity for guys to accept what they've got, it says. Uh, so I don't know. That's um, so herpes. <laughs> what uh, what would the prize have to be for you to submit a picture of your dong to a website? Twelve year old Polynesian boy. Okay, <laughs> Taylor. A bag of shards of glass. Really? Wait. Yes. Okay, Trevor, you have a you have input on this. My answer is Christina Hendricks. That's that's. Uh, oh yeah, totally. I I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna say Scarlett Johansson. Or at the very least, a promise of a clay mold of her <laughs> breasts and vagina. Like a real doll situation? Real doll situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, like a rolled doll situation? <laughs> like a rolled doll situation. <laughs> um, and our last story, which actually will probably lead us into a very heavy-handed conversation we don't have time for. Uh, what, what is our actual time marker? Uh, okay, we're doing good. We're doing about an hour ten here. This is Bam. about as long as last week was. Bam. Uh, I can't say how long this is going to go. Bam on. break. Bam. Hackers from the group Anonymous 
Uh, say they found the tormentor of Amanda Todd, yeah. the uh, girl who killed herself after the bullying. year old Canadian girl. Yeah. So I she should have killed herself. I have something Whoa. to share, to just say about, like, just just an opinion on that. But anyways, they say oh, that they found the um, the name of the tormentor. They actually released it. I'm trying to find it here. I in saw the, this story uh, earlier. Story here. That um, it was... Anonymous, uh, Amanda Todd, looking at all these names here. Um, I'll find it in a minute here. It was Rick Perry. <laughs> it was Rick Perry. <laughs> um, so anyways, basically, they released his name, and uh, the police are saying that kind of in a, like one of the quotes sounded like he was basically a, a person of interest. Because a year ago, I guess the pictures that were floating around online of her breastuses were like fl- like flagged and yeah. like there were authorities looking into who posted them and this name came back so it's probably totally accurate mm-hmm. um but yeah anonymous usually doesn't miss with stuff like the that the thing yeah. that's coming out of this story that bugs me is a lot of people are like and this happens every time there's like a bullying case like last year there was a girl that was bullied by like like the mom of a friend and there were people like mm-hmm. being questioned about it, and she hung herself or whatever and they're like, oh, bullying's so bad right now, and bullying's a major problem. It's and always been bad. It's always been bad, forever, forever and ever. When we were cavemen... Uh, there were clubs involved. There were people clubbing each other, and the one with the biggest club won, and you either learned but to fight or you died. Yes. <laughs> but my thing is, like, yes, it's totally... I'm not... Do not take this the wrong way. Totally sad that she killed herself. But A, what were her parents... Yes. That was my that was my question. Anytime I see situations like this, my first thought is now. Grant you, I do not think that it's one hundred percent the parents' fault. No, they, God no. But they should. and it does seem like I did read a story where they had her in the hospital, and I think she was like taking some antidepressants and stuff. They were aware of a problem, and they even mentioned that she had talked to the daughter about like the daughter mentioned things about like what would happen if I did this, and they told her like you know you would hurt a lot of people for a very long period of time. But instead but of, like, still didn't, they didn't do, like, extreme things. They kind of just thought, which, teenagers are dramatic. It's but, essentially like like an ostrich burying his head in the sand. Yeah. If, if you can't see it, it's not there. But, okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just reveal something here. Like, like, I was bullied. I think every kid's bullied at yeah. some point. I was bullied in that, like, I actually had a knife thrown at the back of my head one time. What? When I was, like, eight. There was a kid who oh, lived out of okay. the yeah, apartment complex. It was like playing around with this like pocket knife, and he started goofing around, and like he was gonna throw it, and he threw it. And if I hadn't run around a corner of a building, I could have been cut by it. There were kids that one time put a rock in a snowball and threw it at my face at the bus stop. I, like people get bullied. I was called a faggot for most of my high there school you go. career. High school was pretty nice for me. Like, but the huh. thing is, is it, uh, I. I have, every, you know, when I when I was about sixteen or seventeen, I had had suicidal thoughts because of shit like that. You know, the weight of the world. But the fact is, I could talk to our parents, mm-hmm. and I could talk. You know, I did have my core group of friends, and it sucked. You know, feeling alone like that. But, but, grant you, I do think that the internet does make situations like that worse because you can definitely you with can, social media because with because you can have a sense of anonymity. Anonymity. Holy shit! I had a stroke. <laughs> that you, you can 
hide behind a keyboard and it's bad, but do I think it's worse than it's always been no. than it's ever been? I mean, I, I think it's in a more public forum. Two years ago, there was that student at Rutgers that, that yeah. his his roommate filmed, yeah, I believe it was a guy on God's Yes, mm-hmm. filmed his him with another guy. Him, and the dude, didn't he tank himself off a bridge? Basically. You know? Like that's, you know, we've had that situation for, for, for so long and the internet does make it more easily accessible. You just don't, you know, hear about it. But I can only assume that people didn't have, you know, let's say in the 60s, have an outlet to complain about bullying. I mean, why was there... Well, like, bullying is... There's been plenty of that. It's just not as public as a thing as it is now that we have Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Yeah. You don't think it was bullying when Japan bombed Pearl Harbor? That was straight (laughs) up bullying. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? What do I think? Huh. Being not as as bullied as the two of us. I... You were cool. I don't know why. I wasn't necessarily. I was. I wasn't necessarily cool. You I were just, best to school. And I you just were learned. Than us. Yeah, I did. I wore vest. No, I wore vest to school at the beginning of Glee. I wore vest to school, and it was becoming okay to be like an androgynous sort of like. That's the thing is like anybody who says like it's not cool to be like gay. There, you you get bullied a lot for being gay. Yes, of course. But it is the thing now. That is. Which that is it. Me and out. also, it is also, it. it is also you the thing. You just missed. You just missed the cutoff. If, if you, just if you haven't choice. heard it five minutes ago, Ian will keep updating you every five <laughs> minutes. Let you know he likes Dick, um, but like I don't think I I don't think I caught the brunt of like you you went to high school in the nineties when it like sort of like I mean, it was the nineties whatever but like it was late nineties two thousands I'm not that old like it still wasn't yeah, yeah. it was like, all party of five and Melrose <laughs> yeah acid wash jeans and Zubas yeah. but Zubas I but I things. think. I think by the time the by the time I got to high school, it was definitely sort of the uh, the Twenty One Jump Street remake version of high school, where it was like the the, the football players could be sensitive and shit, and like everyone the the roles were reversed. It wasn't in nineteen eighties high school, so it was a nineteen eighties underdog story high school. It wasn't a John Cusack yeah. movie. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah. I first of all, she she drank bleach. Is that what she did? Well, she had originally, I think, did that as an attempt before. Yeah. I don't actually know what she did to kill herself this I don't time, think you know? You gotta drink, because bleach will make you throw up on yeah, almost yeah, yeah. instantly, so it would take a lot of bleach and a lot of drive that I don't think a 15-year-old girl has. Also, she... Okay, here's here's my thing. <laughs> Teens so these days are so lazy. I... I... I yeah, the internet. You gotta want it. <laughs> Burgess Meredith in the corner. So if you're trying to lose weight, drink bleach is what I'm saying. Oh my god. But um she and I realize it's going to seem very insensitive, but I don't I don't care at all. This is called too soon. You're yeah. fine. She and I'm the one that makes racist <laughs> jokes. I'm the, I'm Daniel Tosh. <laughs> but she voluntarily sent a naked picture or, or shirtless topless picture of herself online. She put that out there. Which is a thing. You made it. You made a conscious decision. I realized she was young, but she made a conscious de- decision. And I real and she was at the age where we, a lot of us, don't want to take credit for our actions when they turn out bad. Um, she, the other half of the story that she found more because like the suicidal thoughts come from the boating off of like feeling trapped and they like, feel like I don't know how to get out of this situation. The fail safe is kill yourself because then you don't have to deal with anything. But she apparently moved to a bunch of different schools and stuff, and, like, it would always follow her that, like, she was, like, topless on the internet or whatever. Yeah. Which, which she was in junior high. That shit makes you cool in junior high. What so, do you think? Why weren't her parents yeah. telling her not yeah, to yeah, flash exactly. her titties to strangers? Yeah, that's... I, I'm not going to blame it all on the parents, but, like, there's definitely... An, nature versus, versus nurture, like, 
creates who you are, and that's both of your parents' jobs. Yeah. Both nature and well, not even nature isn't your their job. It's just what they are. So pretty much anything you do in life is bad. You can you can you can logically blame on your parents, and then their parents, and then their parents. And she was very yeah. attractive, so it wasn't yeah. like she was bullied because she was. So out there. She what was you just yeah, what you no, just I mean, she was a Ralph fourteen year old. What? That's not. I didn't say like. I know what you're saying. She was a. She was aesthetically pleasing. She was conventionally she, pretty. She wasn't like what you would consider like an outcast mm. kid. She was. She would have fit in, I think, with like the popular. No, she wasn't very Andre three thousand. Oh dear God. <laughs> I I. It's... Oh, she hung herself. There she hung go. herself. Okay, oh, so that's that's your firework. Right? Um, boom, 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 boom. Here's the thing. Yeah. She posted topless picture of herself on. Let's let's do the rundown here. She posted a, a topless picture of herself online. Constant decision. She moved to a bunch of different schools to escape that constant decision and its consequences, which is awful, but whatever. And then she... I just uh, own it. The, that, that, the, like apparently, what I what I was under the impression was a final straw is she was talking to a guy that she knew had a boyfriend, went over to his house one time when his girlfriend wasn't in town, and... Um, I see he had a boyfriend. He had a girlfriend. She was into this, this guy, guy that had, that had yeah. that, that obviously she knew had a boy had a girlfriend. God damn it! I don't go back to the gay thing. It's subconscious in my head right now. Um, and she went there. The girlfriend found out and threatened to kick the shit out of her. Yeah. And I think that was the last straw. And she's like, okay, I guess I gotta kill myself now. That's yeah. another conscious you know, decision she made. The so last this person straw was in the bleach. Yeah. Uh, my 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 biggest thing about the the entire thing is the whole story sad. But the news media makes it act like this is a new thing. It's an epidemic we have to cure. Bullying will never be fixed. You will never. That's like the war on terrorism. It's, yeah. No, it's like you only create more terrorists. Or actually, every it's year, probably more like the war on drugs. Every, exactly. Every year we have another case of a, of a kid who kills themselves because of bullying. Yeah. And it's like we're all. It's like the 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 media is all the main character from Memento. We forget about it for yeah. a year, and then when a kid does it again, oh, the bullying is so goddamn bad. Stop. And then. But every time it's like a new thing. I, now it's Reddit. Now it's fucking Reddit. No one should bully that, like, anybody. The but the 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 law of the universe says that some a ski, people. A ski match. It's, it's like every '80s movie. You ski down the K-12. Uh, whoever wins rules the school for the next year. We all know this, okay? John Cusack's <laughs> in that movie. Um, my thing is that you you will have bullies your entire life. Whether it is in grade school, high school, college, your or your job, yeah. you will have people that you work with that bully you. Yeah. There are people that want to be the alpha dog all the time. They're also gym teachers and policemen. Exactly. You're gonna ha- you're gonna be bullied. The key is to learn ways to deal with it yes. and to stand up to those bullies. T- killing yourself is the easy way out. And while it's sad, I have a hard time feeling like that isn't just a- an excuse for. Th- the media to explode for the next two months yeah. about something that they are going to forget about the next time yeah. Britney Spears Not farts on national Let's television. All remember Coney 2012. We've, yeah, exactly. As, be, courtesy of the internet and courtesy of, of, of 24 hour news media stories go away yeah. so goddamn yeah. like not even fucking two months ground. it'll be it'll be gone in a week it'll be gone in a week because something else is Coney disappeared yeah. quick after well the founder of, of Invisible Children got caught jerking off in public but yeah. that's like you know, all those fads. Like when everyone was 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 shitting themselves about Snooki being pregnant, or like 
it's it's just every time this is going to go away so goddamn fast and in two months no one's gonna remember Amanda Todd's name yeah. outside of her yeah, family much. who are still fucking grieving because their daughter's gone exactly that's yeah. and that's sad and that that's horrible yeah. yeah it's awful here's the thing she posted one of those first the videos of all, with the postcards okay, so this is a this is definitely a sign of the times that she put a topless picture of herself on the internet for what Reddit people would call karma for positive feelings of acceptance because she used to do webcam videos. What it started out all as was what it all started out as was webcam videos where she where people would tell her, "Oh my God, you're gorgeous," and then and then one day someone was like, "Take your top off," and she was like, "Okay, I guess I'll just take yeah. my top off." So that created more positive feedback. When the positive feedback stopped happening, she went fucking bonkers. Yeah. And the her next name step on there was, yeah. "I'm so totally 14." <laughs> by the way, in the, in the next step was to get to get positive feedback was to create a grainy black and white video of herself holding up cue cards about how sad she was. Talk to a fucking adult. Don't do that. That is and and kids are gonna keep doing this because that is we don't get any validation from anything else. We get validation from indirect comments on a fucking YouTube video or a, in or a little red numbers on Facebook. And if you want to know the truth, YouTube comment threads is where hope goes to die. Yeah. Like it's the worst. Yeah. That okay. is that is that has been ignored no, so is, much as the show right true. now. However, if that, you want to comment on any of the stuff we do oh, here at the Cyberpunk <laughs> Network, please, That's please, fine. we would appreciate it very. much. I don't, don't say have, lay Reddit army. I don't have any more stories other than we live in a world where Hulk Hogan has yeah. a sex tape, which is fantastic. Because Hulk Hogan wait, didn't wait, make the sex you, tape for positive fucking feedback. Well, he didn't make the sex person. tape. It was taped. He was banging his oh, friend's God. wife, wait, wait Bubba the Love Sponge. Legal name. Bubba. I found this out today. The guy's legal name, he is a disc jockey. He's friends. They're like best friends. He looks like the singer from Smash Mouth. Mm-hmm. His legal he name, followed. he had legally changed. You know that. They, it's yeah. legally changed to Bubba the Love Sponge. Is it and one word? Wait. The Love Sponge? No, no. It's like all separate Like a Tribe Quest. <laughs> no, listen. He's banging his friend's wife and his friend, it was a... Consensually. Consensually. He, he knew he was doing situation. it. Bubba the Love Sponge was like, hey, I'll be in the next room if you need anything. Come find me. And then they pound down. Like, promptly after. But it was like Ow. security camera tape. Uh, it wasn't like a tripod camera set up. It was like a black the and white video. Of just yeah. Hulk and then a ghost just removed the sheets and started stroking Hulk Hogan's balls. Just ripping off his, his mesh top. It's, it is a <laughs> Hulkamania weird... running wild. It's so weird. <laughs> so we, Mr. God. Okay, no, we're not doing that because I'll because I'll do that for the next fucking hour. But it's so it's so weird how distorted my opinions are when I feel worse for Hulk Hogan than I feel for a fourteen year old girl who killed herself. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, I don't know him. I clearly don't know him personally. But like I follow Terry him on Belia. Twitter and stuff, and he doesn't like he's he's never seemed like an asshole. He's no, never seen no, like a no, bad but person. His ex-wife's a crazy. Oh god, yeah. Hogan is a crazy. That's what person. happens. And she. Yeah, but he was for a while banging a girl that looked just like his daughter she, Brooke. But if my daughter was Brooke, I'd try to find anyone I'm not related to that looks like her too. <laughs> but no, that, his wife was was banging her like son, an eighteen year old, her yeah. son who was in jail at the time when when the divorce happened. She was banging his best friend. Oh, that's right, because he had that car accident, right? And he killed a person. Yeah, and then he was in jail for a while. He's out. Hulk Hogan's son killed a person. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Write that down. And, Remember, and, and while all this forget. was going on, <laughs> Jack Osborne got his life together. Oh, that's his, the you, crazy. Did you see part. his new wife? She's hot. Yeah. Well, he lost a ton of weight. So did yeah. Kelly and Osborne. Climbed in. Yeah, she she's gorgeous. That's, yeah. that's his new wife. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just kidding. Because she, I think she does I don't fashion know. police with Joan Rivers. Yeah. Wait a second. To love How Jen did Rivers. we get on the topic of Jack Osborne? 
Because I was saying, while one... Hulk Hogan's son. Oh, you yeah. know, because we're doing a podcast that we allowed Ian to say one thing on. Yeah. So and then, celebrity, kids, celebrity kids, you know, son, daughters get worse, but the, uh, their sons have been getting better. Like, Hulk Hogan's son killed a dude. Jack Osborne's son got his shit together. Like, so here's my... That is that is a good observation. Here's my impression of Ian on a podcast. Uh, and then I was like, in then music... <laughs> movies. No, and then and like, and then like, if you heard about Mitt Romney, we it's crazy. We love but, Ian, but, but, and we but, are glad he contributed listen, because he had a lot to, he had a lot of good I'm, points to make. I'm today. flipping him off to death right now. Eight, and he almost took his penis out at the very beginning, oh, which was, initiated this entire I'm thing. Fine with the ADD cast, I know how I get from one. <laughs> it's it's very similar to like we talked about earlier when we when serial killers attach the lines yeah. to where their pictures are. It's like that's exactly the same. So we didn't mean to uh, go uh, almost an hour and a half, but we did, and that's I'm fine. On here, you meant to go an hour and a half. We recommend taking this podcast in small chunks. Oh, we tried to break up the serious stuff with a couple of like humorous ones, but uh, it's we it is called too soon. I kind of like the. Like, I kind of like the heavy talking. And if yeah. someone doesn't like it, you don't have to listen to the podcast. You can't turn it off. We're sorry details. that every week can't have a butt-chugging story. <laughs> and as we said at the very beginning, if you download it using Stitcher or the um, iPhone podcast app, or you are able to fast forward. Laptop, you, you can jump ahead. Um, Damn, you asshole. I will say that um, check us out on our new Facebook location, facebook.com slash Taylor. Give us more notifications. That's how I judge my life. Taylor. There are t-shirts available on spiderduckmetal.com. Manta rays. Manta rays fucking rock. I, I haven't thought of any more. Taylor's always wanted Manta his Charles. face on a shirt. Yeah, you don't have any uh, Manta Ray puns. Manta I did. If you, if you really want to, since the last podcast, I've been thinking a lot about Manta Rays. And one night, I mean, I stay up, I, I stay up a lot thinking about stuff and this did these past two weeks have been a lot about manta rays and i thought i have i have manta uh, ray bribery uh, shut up <laughs> i have i'm trying to think of a pun for that manta no okay manta ray Liotta was what i thought of it i'm like how do i because i think of the pun and then i think of the joke <laughs> but okay if you really want to get a kick out of something that's totally genius and original and perfect and lovely go to my facebook i created a picture that is is very complex and smart, and if you don't get it, it's because you're stupid. It is a picture of a manta ray with Ray Charles glasses on, and James Earl Ray's smile, and or no, James Earl Ray's hair. It was James Earl Jones, guys. And that, uh-huh. but no, but it is being it's underwater, and it's got it's got a it's got a real manta ray smile because manta rays have like these like human mouth kind of things. It's got these little teeth, and I was like, That's you can't scary. see my face, but I'm like smiling like this, like this, like if you imagine me talking like this, you imagine my smile. And then it's got little James Earl, uh, James Earl Jones Just faces around it. Just the podcast it. right now. Yeah. So, so if you, if you think about it, it's got it's got the Rich House glasses. It's got the it's got the James Earl Ray thing. Don't start the podcast yet. And then it's got it's, it's got the James job. Earl Jones faces plaguing it. It's got one coming up from behind. It's like, oh my god, I was Darth Vader. So anyway, there you go. Spiderdecknetwork.com. Please go to the website. Shop at our right Amazon now. store. Uh, listen to all of the sister podcasts on that show. Uh, I think we're going to tape a couple of uh, promos, so you'll see videos coming on the Facebook and the website here pretty soon. And um, listen to us next week. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And never forget that... Um, Taylor loves manta rays. Taylor Man- loves manta rays. And that's gonna be- You've been listening to a product of SpiderDuck Internet Radio. Check us out at SpiderDuckNetwork.com and follow us on Twitter at SpiderDuckNet.